Ladies and gentlemen, as a lifelong hater, I am pleased to announce that the Boston Celtics season is over, and today we're going to open the show by pissing on their grave, celebrating the victory of the Miami Heat, who are Turn now going to face the Denver Let's Nuggets in the go! playoffs. Turn it up! Turn it up! <laughs> I love this song. Turn audio, it up! Audio listeners finna send me death threats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Last night was Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, where after the Heat almost blew a 3-0 lead, the Celtics managed to push it to the Game 7, and we all thought the Celtics were going to win it, I think. I don't know about us. We didn't have a chance to talk about it on the pod since the last episode, but the whole basketball world thought, to get the 7, the Celtics got this in the bag. They came out, got punched in the mouth by the Miami Heat. They were down by 20 in the fourth quarter. It was a beautiful game. Yeah, they some bumps. Caleb Martin was out there dancing on, on the... He was out there dancing on the leprechaun. Everything was going in. Listen, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has. Oh we God. have to. We have to start with this. I want to start with this. Jalen Brown has the worst bag in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> this man cannot dribble at all. Eight turnovers. Yeah. Had seven going into the fourth. Nah, fam. And he's Real asking for what? Fifty million. You you be you be lucky to get fifty cents from me this offseason. I'm, oh I'm my god, nothing. bro! This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, oh the Jalen Brown slander has been everywhere. Mo, it's been everywhere. As a, as a it's big been Brown so fan. disgusting to the point to where they started comparing your handles to Rudy Gobert. They started comparing your <laughs> Isaac. He is they started comparing your handles to Kendrick Perkins, Mason Plumley. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, I'm starting yeah, to really have good. real questions about him. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll get to him because there's a lot. Of, there's a big. We're joking about Jalen Brown being a bum to some extent, but there's an actual conversation to be had about whether or not they should pay him now, given he's eligible for a Supermax. We'll get to that. First, let's focus on the team that won. The Miami Heat, man. Earlier Ooh. in the series, after they had lost, I think, two games, Jimmy Butler went to the podium and said, we'll be all right. Listen, we play better when we make things difficult for ourselves. And everyone was like, ah, whatever, man. You're about to go to game six and lose this series. You're about to blow it. He meant that shit for real. They played amazing when they made that shit way too hard for themselves. I don't Bro. know what it is. At, listen, Heat culture literally has everybody in Miami running towards the grind. <laughs> like they they shy, they don't shy away from from doing things hard. I also, if I have to hear one more time about how many undrafted players that they have on their team, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. But they like they <laughs> like to get stuff out the mud, and that's just how Pat Riley yeah. operates. That's how Eric Spoelstra op- operates, and it's worked for them for a long, long time. So shout out to them though, because they really <laughs> went into Boston, and they were just more they were more mentally tough than them. I think coming into it, and I I'm very proud of them. I, that's the only way I can think of. But like <laughs> I'm proud of Miami because it's very easy to not have resolve after losing game six the way that they did on their home floor after being up 3-0 and then to go yeah. into game seven and win in convincing fashion like that's very very impressive and so like yeah. shout out to them and i think even if miami would have lost this it felt like no one really would have held this against them because if this was going to happen in any time during nba history like no. it would be it would be now you guys would have held this shit against them we would have held this i want to go with a real lead a 3-0 lead yeah, a a three zero lead against a really good goddamn team like the Boston Celtics. I don't think me personally, I wouldn't have held it against them. But needless to say, like they went ahead and did this throughout every yep. single series and almost every single team that they played, other than like maybe the Hawks in its entirety of the playoffs or playing such playoffs, Hawks and like the Toronto Raptors. They've been the worst team. Like 
name for name, 2K overall for 2K overall, <laughs> however we want to put it, they, they're not good. Or they're, at least on paper, it says they're not good. For sure. And so yeah, to like, see them <laughs> prevail is insane. Like Donovan said, eight undrafted players, and it doesn't fucking matter. Like you said, they don't have as much talent as any of these teams. It's irrelevant because every year the draft comes and goes, 60 players get taken, the Miami Heat look at the remains and look for the guy that has the most dog in him, and they sign him, and it works out every time. The collective dog is insane. Like everyone keeps saying that it's like they have some deal with the devil. Is dark magic making them win all these games? That's what it is. They're just winning via power of friendship. It doesn't make sense, but we can't doubt it anymore because it, it works. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. Now, I mean, we're at this point to where I feel like Eric Sposter already received like a great amount of respect, but I saw some stat that said like I think since 2011 or something like that, he's been in the playoffs or to the NBA finals or something like that, like 40% of the time, some crazy stat. And with the only like big hits being the big hits, big free agency splashes on your team being Jimmy Butler and LeBron throughout that, that, that time period, it's actually crazy considering how disappointing they've been building this team. Exactly. And it's considered, and I would say like, there's kind of a gap there too. Yeah, we, we can argue. There's a lot of good coaches right now. Some of them just got fired, crazily enough. But, yeah, we're arguing the rest of the discussion is two through five. One is, like, clearly Eric Spolstra. Nobody does more with less consistently every year to the point where you forget that he has less. Like, th- this is their third Eastern Conference Finals and now second final trip in the past four years with one star, one low-level all-star, all-star, really good player yeah. in Bam Adebayo, and a bunch of guys who buy into the culture that Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley have set apart and it just works because everybody's bought in and you have a coach that knows how to get the very most out of every single player like we didn't talk about it yet Caleb Martin had the game of his life in game seven he had 28 points I think this is Caleb Martin he got he got waved by the Charlotte Hornets before this year started or maybe it was last year MJ said pack your bags you don't belong here no more he was just he's just Caleb Martin and he was one vote shy (laughs) of being Eastern Conference Finals MVP and Sure, he had a great shot-making game. It just happens. Like, role players take over sometimes. Last year, we saw Grant Williams have that game in the playoffs to beat the Bucks. But there's a reason that he's been so much better than he was in the Hornets. Because Eric Sprosa said, your role is spot up, shoot threes, and attack closeouts. That's what you do well. You're really fast attacking closeouts and can get to the rim and make stuff happen, make penetration happen, keep swinging the ball. They, Eric Sprosa knows how to limit each player's role to exactly what they do. All Max Drews does is shoot pull-up threes, and it works. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's, it's funny though I mean but they they need like the the Miami Heat have a situation because they only have uh, Jimmy Butler as like their main star and because Kyle the Kyle Lowry that they have is not the Kyle Lowry that they thought they were they were getting oh, when yeah. they signed him there's a big hole in offense and so there's a lot of room for everybody to breathe and so Caleb has room to go to go do what he does Gabe Vincent has risen up <laughs> Right, taking over the starting point guard role, he was he was fantastic all series long. Uh, it's like they have they have space, they have air to breathe, and Jimmy doesn't take up all the oxygen in the room as well. And there's even though that Jimmy had like 28 points last night, I felt like even midway through the third, that felt like a like an others type of game. I did I like looked up at the end and I saw this the stat sheet and I saw that Jimmy almost had 30. From my eyes, that looked like one of the quietest thirties because it felt like every <laughs> yeah. it felt like everybody else was contributing much more than than he was, and that's 
and again, that's not to knock Jimmy, but that's really just to praise everybody else for stepping up and doing, you know, what they're supposed to do. Duncan Robinson in game six, even though he missed those two threes towards the end of the game, his threes down the stretch were keeping them in that game. And he was able to come back from being nearly unplayable last last year in the playoffs to now an, a key part in everything that they're doing. We've been it's, talking about him as one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Yeah. Bro. Bro. Mo, These I wanna, people, one thing I want to ask you, Mo. How do you feel about Bam out of bio after that game? It was up and down. It's super like up and down. The type of shots that he's been missing over the last two games has been egregious. I think he shot 25% from the field in game six and 40% from the field in game seven. I think he did just enough to get by. If the Celtics scored a loss, oh yeah, trust me, he'll be getting the same exact type of slander that Jalen Brown is getting, but probably even worse because he's been his play hasn't been up to par like whatsoever. So I'm like... I feel very neutral towards him. I'm not in love or anything like that. Yeah. But he has played his part earlier this early this series, and when he has like when he when he is on, he's on. But now that you know this, the Miami Heat are shorthanded offensively. We didn't talk about Tyler Hero once in this at all, and he's going to be back. And so you have to imagine that that's going to make him better. A lot sure. of pressure is going to be off of him and stuff like that. Um, so I think he should be better, but. You know, he's been very meh during this playoff series. Yeah, at least offensively, right? Like, exactly. But also, to his credit, as an inside-scoring big man, it is extremely hard to do well against Robert Williams and Al Horford. Like, for everything we're making fun of the Celtics, that's what they're good at, is shutting down the rim with these two big lineups and Grant Williams and just in general, one big out there. So, I'll cut him some slack. It's not the best matchup for him to eat on, but if they would have lost last night, it would have been his fault. Oh, absolutely. His name would have been dragged through the mud, bro. They would have been calling him Hashim <laughs> to beat in the f- <laughs> on NBA Twitter yesterday, bro. But they won. Um, I, I I think like although they've they've won the series and came so far, like he isn't getting a ton of credit, and I don't think he deserves a ton of credit. He deserves some, of course, but I'd rather point towards guys like Abe Vincent, obviously Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, and Max Drews. Who've been who's at least felt like they've been more consistent consistently throughout yeah. the playoffs. Makes sense. Yeah, man. We're gonna have a lot to talk about with the Miami Heat when we do our finals preview segment here in a little while. Let's focus for a second on the Boston Celtics. We led with them saying we're gonna slander them. Let's get specific, because it's easy to make jokes about them and be like, ah, you failed, just because it's fun to prey on their downfall because they're so good all the time and People shove the agenda of their stars down your throat. But what is your actual takeaway from this team now that they lost another Western Eastern Conference Finals? I'm glad <laughs> that they lost. They didn't deserve to <laughs> like they didn't deserve to be champions. The the Boston Celtics for the last two not not even two years, for the last like six years, have been a team that has had all the pieces or as or, or has as many like pieces to the puzzle as you can reasonably ask for for a team to go and win the championship and they have underachieved several times like in 2019 when they had when they had Kyrie it was the second year of Kyrie and Tatum was coming into his own Brown was coming into his own it was supposed to be them and the Warriors and they yeah. did and they didn't even make it to the conference finals and that was 4 years ago and 2 years to ago to be fair Gordon Hayward's leg fell off <laughs> yeah I <laughs> Even then, no, no, but that was the year prior. That was the year prior, oh, yeah. and so, but they they don't they don't make it to the conference finals in 2019. In 2020, they lose in the conference finals again to the Heat. They they get bounced in the first round after a bad season to the Nets in 21. 
and then obviously they have the finals run last year. But the the Celtics are one of the most inconsistent teams, like and especially like elite. Uh, when we talk about like the best teams in the league, they are one of, if not the most inconsistent team in the league, and they play with their food too much. They don't show yeah. up. They don't show up when when they need to. They try to make things harder. They they dig themselves into really really deep holes, and we've seen them dig themselves out. But I'm glad that they're not winning a championship this year because I don't think that the consistency is like of championship level. And that watching them and watching them have all the talent that they have and mess around and get down 3-0 in the first place and do things like this, it frustrates me. So yes, I'm I'm like from that standpoint, I'm very happy that they lost. I think this proves to everyone that like, you know, they've always been a good team but never like a great team and all the flaws and holes that they've had throughout this entire tenure do i want to say like the jason tatum era i don't know but since like 2018 and since they've been put on the map and in contention seriously with Kyrie irving and then they went back to having marcus smart there's been times where marcus smart is coming off the bench and stuff like that they have no true i don't want to say leader but they don't have someone on the court who will consistently do the type of things that Kyle Lowry does on the court. Like they don't have like a, I don't want to say a true point guard, but someone yeah, who a table will, setter. Exactly. Table setter. They don't have anyone who will push the pace, slow down pace and all that type of stuff. And let's like be a true connecting piece for sure. You know? Yeah. I think say, so I think they're a great team because for four Eastern conference finals appearances is no accident. They're clearly good enough to win a championship. You make the finals last year, you're good enough to win a championship. It's just whenever Donovan, you say they're inconsistent, and I think it's for the reason Mo just said is that we all we've known it for years, right? They don't have a lead playmaker. And after the final trip last year, Celtics fans would have told you, see, we proved it. We don't need a playmaker. Everybody always says that. It's not true. We made the finals without one. But we see time and time again why the highest level, they always fall just a little bit short. Because when you're playing against top-tier defenses and other top-tier teams that have those table setters and understand the value of playmaking in the modern NBA, being a great team isn't good enough whenever you have that inconsistency due to the lack of organization on offense. Jason Tatum's a great player. He shouldn't be the best playmaker on any team he's on. Marcus Smart's great, but he's not this playmaking uh, solution that Celtics fans like to think he is. Yeah, exactly. And it's the reason why you see them blow these leads in the in the last you know two three minutes last year in game seven they blew a 13 point lead in two minutes in game six before we even get to to the Derek white shot they were up 10 with two minutes to go you have to win that game handily and it comes down to that and it's because of everything that that you said so it's like that's probably going to be one of the moves that they they have to make because if you're looking at the Celtics right now, something has to change. I, you can't run it back yeah. with this core. I don't care what it is, whether if it's something big, like getting Jalen Brown out of there, whether you swap Marcus Smart for somebody, a new coach, which I think that they 100% should do. You cannot come back next year with this exact same squad because I think that this core, as it is, is done. I don't necessarily agree with that in terms of like the talent there because, like I said, being in contention every year... All, it just has to work out for you one year. But due to how much we've heard about this team like constantly being on the verge of losing the locker room and falling apart, there's just so much smoke at some point there's got to be fire. So because of that, I think if they do run it back at a certain... They'll be real easy for them to break, I think. There's only... Wow. Exactly. There's only so many trips to top golf the Celtics can take before <laughs> before they like before they, they implode. And that's, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And also on top of that, like Al Horford... 
Al Horford is old. And it was very clear throughout this series, like his legs are going. I thought that he was going to have a very steep decline this year and he looked very solid. When it comes to older players in the league, your legs go and you look you look like an elderly man very, very quickly. And so for the... For, Kyle for the Lowry. Exactly. So for the Celtics, I think that that also needs to be on their radar is, okay, what are we going to do about this position? You have a you have a power forward position that's going to be a problem. You have a Jalen Brown problem um, coming up this summer with his contract. You have a point guard problem that you've had for years. You have a head coaching problem because it looked like Joe Mazzula didn't know what he was doing for half the series. And you look around and you're like, dang, like, if we're trying to win a championship, do we really have everything that we need? And I don't think that they do. I wouldn't put so much blame on Joe Mazzula because, of course, like he has the best team or the better team, definitely hands down in this series. But then again, you know, you're going against Eric Spolster and Jimmy Butler and those guys. Still, like, I, I'm not giving him many excuses, but I'm not looking at him as he is the issue. I don't, I think you can put 95% of coaches in the NBA or 90% of the coaches in the NBA or 85, whatever number you want to use. And more times than not, like you will still lose because there are structural issues with this. Now, some people may use that rebuttal and be like, yo, we're just a non Jason Tatum anchor roll away from a trip to the NBA finals. I don't know. No one can really say that. But one thing that I definitely can say is that like, I agree with you, Donovan. You cannot come back this season or next season with the exact same team. You have to go through some type of retooling process. And whether that means like trading Jalen Brown for something that I love is Damian Lillard because that's just like a picture-perfect fit. But there's other options out there, and you have to like evaluate all of them. Nothing yeah. should Let's be talk off about that. the table. Let's talk about what they should do specifically because, like you said, the big – conversation is around Jalen Brown and do they try to trade him because he has one year left on his contract he's open for extension and he's eligible for the supermax which means he can get a contract that will five years from now be paying him 66 million dollars a year an absurd number it starts at 50 million ends at 66 starts yeah with this new NBA CBA are you crazy there you go a couple years if this was last year it wouldn't matter they're gonna be over the cap regardless whether it's a max or supermax only difference is the luxury tax bill the owner pays and who the fuck cares about his pockets. But <laughs> with the new CBA, they're more strict with the tax levels you can hit. And if you pay too much in luxury tax, essentially you lose uh, roster building mechanisms that other teams have. You can't do sign-in trades. I mean, you can't right. do trades where you bring in uh, more salary than you send out. You don't get a mid-level exception. You just lose out on lots of things that help other teams that you don't get because they see it as you're stacking the deck and you have enough talent already. So is the Which answer is to y'all trading? Yeah, conversation for another day. I, I don't love it either. But with, with that being the new rule set, are you trading Jalen Brown? I kind of think I'd probably keep him and look to trade Marcus Smart first because him and Derek White, having both of them kind of makes one of them expendable. And as great as he is, you just need somebody that's more of a dynamic offensive threat and table setter, as we said. So I think I'd go there first. That's an I option don't, that you I have don't. to explore. I, I don't know. I don't I honestly Stuff. think I I can't bring myself to pay Jalen Brown that amount of money. I've and we joked about it a little bit and it's a small it's small quote unquote part of his game, but I've seen this man dribble the ball off his foot <laughs> way too many times to like and yesterday and I, like I I'm gonna do it even though that that I don't want to 
I don't want to make this about one game in one moment, but even the entire series, Jalen Brown looked off. And if there was ever a moment where, like, where Jalen Brown is going to step up and do the things that you would want your second team all NBA dynamic scoring, you know, um, wing to do, Jason Tatum rolls his ankle in the first 26 seconds. And it's very clear that he can't move. And so after that, you're like, okay, hmm, I wish we had another guy like Jason Tatum who can who can score, who's athletic, who can do all these things. And then Jalen Brown comes in and just stinks up the joint and turns the ball over repeatedly. And he had a very, very bad series. And it just leaves a bad, like a bad feeling going into this next five years where you've been knocking on this door, like we said, for years now. You know who they need? Who? They need to go ahead and trade for CP3. I don't know how to fuck that, that <laughs> oh, works or no. happens. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. They would they would be done they would be done in, in the first round if they traded they for only need a they only need one more year of CP3. Will he give them one year? Probably no. not. I say probably fifty. That's the thing. They but can't that's something they you can't think of one year. Did would they trade Jalen Brown? It's like a five year control. So you're giving up having a star duo of elite wing talent for the next five, six years. So like it's not just one year. If they're making that change, it has to be something that they envision being the five to six year plan next to Jason Tatum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or do you and just try to go for the ring like next year? Do you go all in on the ring and do that? If they were going to do that, they would have traded for KD and got Jalen Brown out of here this past trade deadline. And that, that ship is long gone. Yeah. And there's that was, not going to be anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's so interesting because Jalen Brown is a fantastic player. He just isn't best used next to a wing like Jason Tatum, I think. I think what makes Jalen Brown great is he can play off ball extremely well. When he has the ball in his hands, he dribbles off his foot, he makes brain-dead decisions, he can't really create at all. But the fact that he can average 27 points per game without being able to create for himself like at all shows you how incredible he is playing off ball, running in transition, doing all the other stuff, which is what's exactly what you'd want next to a star player. But the problem is Jason Tatum isn't high-level enough of a playmaker to be the only offensive creator on his team and have a second star who can't do that. he has Jalen Brown has to be next to another offensive player who can be more of a table setter like Damian Lillard or John Morant, Steph Curry, whoever. So I think Jalen Brown has a ton of value, just maybe more on another team than he does at the Celtics. Exactly. Jalen so, Brown, so you, you are an that, Atlanta Hawk. Unironically, <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Facts. That'd be great. It, I, if, if you are looking at the Celtics and – like that's one of the main problems that that you see. You, I don't think that you can justify like reasonably giving him that that contract when you know that his flaws are going to be the fatal flaws of this team, right? If he goes like 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 you said, if he goes somewhere else, they they can be covered up Gospel. from everybody. But because of the roster construction, what he does wrong, that's going to sink us, right? That's okay. that's gonna that's gonna be the problem. And so I can't give him that money, and I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out something. Get get some other assets in there. I if I were the Celtics, I wouldn't give him the contract. Okay, I, I don't I don't hate that either. But what trades are out there? Like Mo, you you talked about the Hawks. Could that realistically happen? Do you think Dejounte Murray, DeAndre Hunter, and a pick for? I Jaylen? think Dejounte Murray fixed a lot of issues that they have. Definitely, um, PG's his most natural fit, and he just fits the big Celtic wing thing that they have going on. But I don't know if like. He, the talent drop off is there, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's not like insane or anything like that, but DeJounte Murray is not as good as him straight up. But with that being said, that do, I feel like that does elevate their team 
all around simply because of how easy DeJounte can set guys up through or in a miss like chaos. And that's exactly like what they need. Tatum can do that same thing once once in a while here and there, but it's not natural and it's not like an easy field for him. And that's something that yeah. Jam Brown definitely can't do for you. But can can DeJounte Murray play next to Marcus Smart? Is that a space? Hell no, you work? have to get with that, you have to get rid of Marcus Smart. <laughs> Does that mean you're getting rid of Jalen and Marcus Smart? That's a big change for a team that's in the conference finals every year. That is a humongous change, but it's a change that you'd have to be willing you'd have to be willing to make. That their their guard rotation is really it's really good. It's and nice. I, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, and I'd be so comfortable with that, knowing that you have a healthy, slightly older Malcolm Brogdon, and also like Derek White, who's easily one of the best role players in the entire NBA. I do that in a heartbeat. Do you think get Bradley Beal? The Wizards' new GM apparently is going to make a big changes around. So says the reports. Do you try to get Bradley Beal for Jalen Brown? That does not move me. <laughs> no. no, yeah, he's better, the, but or is he better? I don't know. Who it knows? Doesn't move We've me. had a weird couple of years from Bradley Beal in weird yeah. purgatory hell over there in Washington. But yeah, I mean, I say this to say, I don't know what move is out there that makes sense for them. It, th- like you, like you said, Mo, the time passed on the KD trade. That was the best chance they had, and they took a bet on their core, which. Wasn't a terrible bet, but it didn't work out. So, like, what's what's the next move for them? Who's there? Dame, uh, Dame is uh, his name. His name is always going to be in these conversations, right? Dame at, le- at least from the outside. Along the way. Dame That's what I'm saying. At least from the outside, they should keep an eye out on what Toronto wants to do. If Toronto is, is going to be a seller, right? Potentially a Pascal Siakam trade, maybe. Okay. And because I mean, if you if you do that. You still have high-level talent coming back. You would then be able to put Pascal in the four spot where Al Horford is and get out in front of that drop-off, still be able to have length, still be able to have size in your front court, and then really give the keys to either Derek White or Marcus Smart to keep running the, the point. It wouldn't fix that issue of um, of playmaking, but it would give your team a different dynamic. And I think it would also force their offense to be structured in a different way because another thing that we saw throughout this entire playoffs throughout this entire year is that with Missoula, they really, really leaned into this three point style of offense and they lived mm-hmm. and died with the three and the, I, I forget what the exact like record was, but it was like, they, they dominate right when they shoot 40% from three, which is like, okay, the whole league, like when the whole league shoots, yeah. well, like, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they win games. But if you have Pascal there, you kind of force yourself to like, hey, we can't just take, we can't have threes be our main, be our main um, source of offense. And and if we decide to do that and the threes aren't falling, now you still have Pascal Siakam who can create his own offense inside the three-point arc around the entire court. And maybe it's just a different look. Yeah, I can see that. Mo, what do you say? I don't think you said for sure. Do you want them to trade Jalen Brown? I th- Like I said, they needed to, they need a, have every option on the table outside of Tandem, obviously, like, on the table. Uh, and Jalen Brown is easily one of the first ones. Like, Donovan's quote was hard as hell. What you, what you, can you repeat that one more time for me, Donovan? Fucking put that his, shit on the shirt. I said his, so uh, his flaws are going to be the fatal flaws of the Celtics. That's a right? fucking bar. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you're just right. Bar. He's the swing player because you know what you're getting out of Tatum. And his... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the same flaws as pretty much everybody else in that roster, so they're exasperated when you need something out of your second-best player. I like that. Yeah, exactly. For now, 
if they were to play the conservative game and give it a few more years to wait right until like there's the perfect player who fits next to Tatum and give it two more years or whatever because they're still like young I'm assuming I think Jalen Brown's like what 26 or 27 and Tatum's like 25 or whatever then you wait they're still like genuinely like (laughs) they're still genuinely young and shit so me personally if there's nothing on the table I'm not gonna force my way into a trade I'd rather like first discover options of building around or find another option rather than Marcus Smart whether it's like finding another table setter who's just more naturally of a point guard compared to Marcus Smart, and yes, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. But um, I think that's only that's honestly probably gonna be the route because Jalen Brown is forever gonna be a valuable, not forever, but he's gonna be a valuable tradable asset even with that contract. Yes, it may be a little bit harder, but the next time that the next star level type guard or point guard arrives to the table, like you don't. You'll you'll shoot yourself in the foot if you go ahead and yeah, do yeah. something that's when, when not Trey Young requests right a trade, you want to have Jalen Brown available to move him for. Yeah, okay. I almost closed my laptop just now. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> listen, listen, that man shot sixteen percent from three in the conference finals. It was not that. a it was not a great series from from Jalen Brown. It was just, I love that. It was just awful. And yeah, and, I, and also I'm also very happy that like this happened so that we can dead the narrative. That everybody was trying to run oh. with at the end of last uh, playoffs, where everyone's like, "Oh, Jalen Brown is—he's low key better than Tatum. Like he performed in the finals." No, he's not. No, he's not. I would take Jason Tatum on one ankle than Jalen Brown in that series. <laughs> yeah, if you genuinely he's thought that, uh, listen, I respect you and I like you as a person. You're not a smart basketball mind. That is insane. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh uh, yeah, this is nasty basketball takes, bro. That's all yeah. it is. That's all it is. But. Let's move on. on. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Real, real quick, I have a question because I, I don't, I don't think Isaac answered. Are you, are you um, firing Missoula after this year? Hmm. Probably not. Why? I mean, you're part of the it, problem, it, Donovan. You know what? It comes down to what, <laughs> what Jason... do you mean? He's, he was clearly, he was clearly like, like, not. He wasn't coaching well. Like it was, it was very. He, he had a rough stretch. He had a rough few games that made them go down to three. But before that. He was a good coach. Had a, they were good all year. They rebounded well from the IMA situation. It comes down to the locker room. If Jason Tatum doesn't have faith in him and the whole locker room is kind of turning against him, you fire him. If they're willing to go past it, I think you give him time. We don't extend grace to coaches at all. Rookie coaches yeah. are still rookies. Like They need time to grow and get better. And Joe Mazzulla showed promise. And I, I wouldn't let three games be what the deciding factor is, especially when we recognize there's roster flaws too. The only reason why I would push back on that is because it's not like they wanted Joe Mazzulla as the head coach in the first place. Like, he was there because of the other situation. They didn't have to extend him. They gave him the head coaching job instead of interim. They wanted him. They they liked him. You kind of, listen, I think after all (laughs) that, after everything that happened over the summer, you kind of have to, like, you know, show a sign of stability and everything. So, but I promise you, like, Mazzulla wasn't the first option to go for, uh, for the head coach. So, I think, like, I think it would be very justified, at least from the outside, everybody looking on the Celtics if they want to move on from Missoula and be like, okay, well, you know, he wasn't an assistant. He wasn't supposed to be the head coach in the first place. Let's go see if we can get somebody else in here that we actually like for the long-term future that we can, like, handpick for real. That's the only reason why we'll push back. I think they like him for the long-term future. They're just worried in the immediate future he might not have the experience needed. (coughs) And I wouldn't be in the business of giving up on young coaches that fast. I show promise. Not to say it's the same thing because Eric Spolstra is Eric Spolstra, but you know mm-hmm. the famous 2011 Eric Spolstra story where LeBron wanted him fired because they lost mm-hmm. that series. 
I see enough from Joe Mazzulla that makes me think he'll be a good coach in this league that I wouldn't want to toss him away and act too reactionary. Okay. Two trigger he's, he's gone. Two he's not coaching happy. my team next year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't think it'd be dumb if they fired him, especially if the locker room doesn't believe in him because he doesn't have the experience there. He's too young. It wouldn't be crazy, but I wouldn't necessarily like – that wouldn't be my solution to fix this team. That should be like solo on the pecking order in terms of what, what this team needs right now. Also, who's out there left? Like Nick Nurse is gone. Uh, do, you, do you want to bring in Mike Budenholzer? Do you want Monty Williams? I guess. Doc Rivers? Fucking kill me. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I guess if you want Monty Williams, if you think he'd be a better fit and kind of build chemistry with the team, sure. But I'm, I'm not rushing to do that. The NBA Finals are here, so get in on the Heat versus Nuggets series with Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online. All you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats for the night, and it's super simple to use. You can play it on the app or you can play it online, and if you sign up today using promo code TD3, Underdog Fantasy will double your initial deposit up to $100. And that's free money that you can use to make more entries all throughout the NBA Finals. So again, sign up today using promo code TD3, and get playing with Underdog Fantasy today. Listen, Man, let's move time. on to this finals preview. Let's let's talk about the teams that won and the teams that are still playing. So now we know it's Nuggets versus Miami Heat. Before we get into anything, what's your prediction for the outcome? I'm taking Nuggets in five. Wow. Okay. Five I'm games. taking Nuggets okay. in five, yeah. Mo? Okay. Yeah, I take Nuggets in uh, six. I give the Miami Heat two games. They're going to play inspiring basketball. I think they're going to really try to make – Nicole Jokic to work defensively. I feel like throughout this the NBA playoffs, I haven't seen enough teams <laughs> try to pick on and bully him. And that's not to say that like the Miami Heat have the perfect roster for that, but they have certain players in place who can make Jokic uncomfortable defensively. Bro, he if just they do beat Devin right Booker way. and Kevin Durant and LeBron James and AD. I know. There, <laughs> nobody on the Miami Heat is moving me to expose Jokic's defense. That shit is dead. <laughs> Nuggets at five. I'm only giving them five because, like I said, a limited dog. They're going to find a way to win a game. Power of friendship. It's going to work at least once, maybe twice. Nuggets in five, six at most. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree. Jokic is stamping. We've, al- we've already given him the crown of best player in the world. He's solidifying it this series. He's going to get the finals MVP if they win. He's going to average something stupid like a 45-point triple-double. And it's <laughs> <laughs> like they're they are going to have... It's going to be a lot of fun for Denver. I, like, bro, he's I, turning, bro. He's shredding that? that defense into. Pieces. He's going to commit war that crimes zone? to Bam out of bio. Oh my goodness! Listen, let Miami go to a zone and leave Michael Porter Jr. open in the corner. He's chucking it. Bam out of bio is losing limbs. It's going to be brutal. Bam out of bio is never going to be the man he was before the series. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to revert to <laughs> Cody Zeller. He, oh my God, Cody Zeller for all going to get minutes. <laughs> Listen. Yikes. The Lakers pulled out Tristan Thompson. UD might have to get some minutes out there checking Jokic. God, yo, you going to send that man into, stri- into straight stroke, bro? What the hell? That's crazy. <laughs> going to put his old ass in cardiac arrest? Yeah. Even more for Jokic. But no, nah, you're right. Because, listen, the Lakers had one of the best big man, the best big man defender in the NBA right now. Jokic cooked him. It didn't matter. We're talking about all the first three rounds or two rounds. AD is a defensive messiah. He's been the best defensive player alive and it hasn't been close. He could not do anything to Jokic one-on-one. Nobody can. So Bam Adebayo is not the defender Anthony Davis is. He's getting cooked. And the Lakers' solution was put AD off ball and let him be a roamer to double Jokic, essentially. Now, the, he have a similar solution for this type of thing, and that's their zone defense like to run to. 
the biggest weakness of his own defense, you throw the ball into the middle, around the elbows, and you make the extra pass to the shooters. Has there ever been a player in NBA history better equipped <laughs> to catch the ball at the elbow and pass the shooters than Jokic? Maybe LeBron, and that's it. LeBron, <laughs> I don't even it. think it's LeBron. LeBron that's magic, it. that's it. Yeah. there's. I don't see any schematic hope for the Heat. Again, we don't want to bet against a power of friendship here. The dog is unlimited, as I've said several times, so... Maybe we're going to be wrong like always because there's no way to ever bet against the That's Heat. That's why right. I say six. Like, yeah. I, I ha- it's at this point to where like, I feel like this the entirety of our first 10, nine months into this podcast, I've always said, like, bro, why do we respect the Miami Heat? Who cares? Like, they got dead that, that shit right now. Exactly. This is why. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to sit here and like, be wrong and look like a fool again. So I'm going <laughs> to give them six games minimum. Six <laughs> games, no, not maximum. Six games maximum, and that's it. That's all they got. Like, there's they can only get a we can only get away with being a dog up to a certain point, and I think this is that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually the the luck has to run out. It's not, not luck. Easily the worst It's not luck at all. Drawn. I shouldn't say it's luck, but eventually the voodoo magic has to run out, or they're not going to be the best shot makers of all time. Exactly, yeah. and this is easily the worst matchup that they could have ever had play upon their hands, bro. They're done. They're going to have to start a fight. They're they're going to have to start <laughs> a fight to win. Like uh, they're going to have to throw a punch, right? Bring bring Jovic off the bench. He's going to have to swing. Maybe that's what Haslam's role is. Maybe he comes on <laughs> on in the first quarter and just throws a nasty elbow. I don't is I that, don't know, but like they have that, to find some type of advantage. Find is that a good idea? Because you got Jokic's two big ass brothers who were wrestling bears and shit back when Jokic was like five years old. I don't know. If that's a good idea, bro. Did that's you off, that's off the court stuff. That's off the court. <laughs> I'm just talking on about the court. Court. You got Jokic. Jokic broke Markeith Morris's neck last time they oh, yeah, fought. Yeah, that was mad dirty. That was, it mad was disgusting. Dirty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I forgot. This is the, that chippiness probably still there. They definitely don't like Jokic. How could they? He fucking injured their teammate. <laughs> The whole team showed up at the Nuggets locker room. All of them were just peeking in, just like, where is he? I want to see him. (laughs) That picture's funny because Bam Adebayo's in the back, like, wanting no parts. He's just like, (laughs) he's looking because he has to show solidarity. He did not want to throw hands on Nikola Jokic. Because he he knows what's about to happen to him. He knows. He's about to get this work. Jimmy and and Kyle are insane. They can handle it. (laughs) They need James Johnson again. They, they need James Johnson and, and his black Ooh. belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously we think they're going to win. Jokic is going to eat. I don't really see a solution for that. The one thing for me, if we're talking about like realistic ways that he could make this interesting, is can they slow down Jamal Murray? What do y'all think about that? Um, I think I don't. I don't think so. I think that Miami has had trouble all playoffs, kind of guarding point guards. Um, uh, like Brunson was able to to have a lot of success. You know, Derek White, even Marcus Smart was able to to have success. And so, like, Jamal Murray, if him and Jokic start running that that pick and roll and, and, you know, they get the ball uh, back to Murray beneath the free throw line, he's going to be able to post up Gabe Vincent as much as he wants and be able to take, you know, all the little step back faders that that he wants. I I don't see a way that Miami is going to be able to to slow down. They're going to have to pick which one. Right. And so like last series, we were talking about about the about the Lakers and saying, well, do they just let Jokic go off and get whatever he wants and focus on everybody else? That might have to be the strategy for Miami in that Jokic, you can go ahead, have have 55 points every single game if you want. Right. But Jamal can't go off 
MPJ can't go off. And if they are playing just to try to stop buckets and try to stop everybody, they're going to get cooked. They're going to have to let something go if they want to stop Murray. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that tall-ass task, you're going to have to go ahead and continue to shoot lights out from three. And I do not know if I 100% believe that they'll do that. Now, things will help. Like, Tyrell Hero supposedly should be back for uh, just in time for the NBA Finals. But you say young, but that does help a lot. You know, they don't have to rely so much on... What's that dude's name who wears number 24? Looks like he works at CarMax. Haywood Heisman. <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm Why saying? Those mean... He said car. Huh? That's, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> he looks like a nice guy. I'd buy a car from him personally. But um, <laughs> anyways, I digress about that. Like, when it comes to, I think Tyler Hero is going to make some type of effect as much we hate on him and stuff like that. Like, he is a huge contributor to that weak-ass offense that they have known <laughs> to have. He's just missed so much time, and they've season. been so good without him. Like, I'm not buying that he's going to come in and just be, like, a huge difference maker. Like, yeah. that's a lot of time to be missing, and they're in a role without him. Like, he'll help You're not buying the Tyler spacing. Hero smirk last time we saw him in the playoffs or in the finals? Nah. <laughs> oh, kill me. That was the worst era ever. I hated that. Uh, I hated that meme. Fucking sports center ran into the ground. Disgusting. Yeah, man. I, I, it's so annoying because, like, this is a finals preview, and I feel like there's not a lot interesting to say. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I mean... There's, there, there kind of is, I think like, but I think it's more macro level stuff with like, with, with the heat and the nuggets. I just, I think we're so locked in on Denver winning, the, winning the title. We've been, we have been expecting Jokic and the nuggets to kind of make this run and make this push that we're assuming. So like, I understand why it doesn't seem like there's a lot to talk about, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm looking at the stats from last from last series from the from the Heat Celtics and the Celtics shot 30% from 3 in the series. And so you look at Denver and they are clearly going to shoot better than, than 30%. <laughs> and so I don't I just like that's where Miami was able to make up for a lot of their disparities. They were they were able to win the battle on the on the three-point line. Yeah. And it's going to be hard and, to out-hustle them and beat them with, like, the transition points and the rebounds and the steal battle. Like, the, Yoke, the Nuggets are also really good at that. Like, they bludgeoned the Lakers the rebounding last series and transition points, which is kind of one of some of the things the Miami Hangs are had on. So, I just feel like the Nuggets are the worst-case scenario for the Heat. Like, all their strengths absolutely. are also the strengths of the other side. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. So, I, I feel like... When it comes to Miami Heat, this is just one of those things where, like, none of us believe they had a chance in or a real chance in most of these series at the beginning. Uh, so it's just one of those things where, like, we can't really dissect as much as we usually do. And it's just like we just have to wait and see what they do, how much of a, like, all the type of schematics that they potentially or that they will run in game one in order for us to see if they really have a chance. And I think <laughs> if they're going to do it, game one should be the game that they do it because my Denver has been off for a minute now. And, uh, you know, we'll just see yeah. what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll I just, just Nicole Jokic is not Jason Tatum. Jamal Murray is not Jalen Brown. Like, as great as this heat run has been. That's so some, crazy. There's some dogs for real. Yeah. You're not going to out-dog Nicole Jokic. I don't care how much friendship you got over there. It's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly, bro. They may be done, but shout out yeah. to them, though. But I hope we're wrong. I hope it's a good series, at least. And it's time to come the next episode. We sound silly for doubting the heat again. I'm Denver hoping. and six. <laughs> yeah, man. Before we before we get out of here, let's move on to one more thing we want to do before we get before the end. Oh, I couldn't talk. <laughs> that was nasty. 
Um, we're going to rank the top 15 players in the NBA so far in the playoffs only. Yeah. So I forgot to intro that in the beginning of the episode. So everybody sees the title and they're like, where are these rankings at? And it's 47 minutes into the podcast, but we're going to do it. We're here. Oh, you guys are falling off. You guys are clickbait. Ah. Now, just, while we go ahead and say head. these lists. I know. <laughs> he just made up demons on his head. Nobody's ever said that to us. <laughs> now, while we go ahead and like give y'all our lists, one thing I will say is like the qualifications and what we value most of these lists will vary because we didn't come to an agreement collectively like we usually do on our rankings yeah. video. So there's going to have to be a lot of explaining. And on top of that, I did my shit 10 minutes before this pod. Oh, God. <laughs> Why do you so, tell me this? <laughs> so, yeah, man. <laughs> Everyone's like, that explains so much. <laughs> yeah, man. So, again, we're ranking the top 15. We're going to go in blocks of five. We're going to start by revealing 10 to 15 then five to ten, and then one to five, etc. And yeah, the qualifications for what makes this player better is open-ended. I guess it's a mix of performance and how many series you want, plus individual uh, production and expectations. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah expectations too. Uh, how much you're deciding whether your team wins or lose. You know, if you're the number one option, all that. Typical stuff you expect from rankings, but only for the playoffs. Cool. So, Donovan, you want to go first? Start with eleven through fifteen. Yeah. So I'm a, I'll start from from 15 and go up. So yeah, yeah. So the last person that made it in, I have Derek White at 15. Okay. I have nice. Bam, I have Bam at 14. I have Anthony Edwards at 13. KD at 12 and Giannis at 11. Oh okay. Ooh, yes. Giannis. Interesting. Wow. Can you send him yeah. in the chat so we can read them as you do that? So yeah. okay, I'll go next. So Giannis didn't make my list. Oh, I wanted yeah. to pick him, Same. but then I. Looked at his stats overall because you know he missed a game that held hurt his averages because he played the first five minutes, and he didn't have a great closeout game. He only averaged twenty three points on very very poor efficiency for his standings, so he didn't win a single playoff game either. The only games they won were without him, so zero playoff wins, a seven point dip in points per game from the regular season, like a ten percent true shooting percentage dip. I couldn't get him on there, so I have number fifteen Joel Embiid, barely got on there. Ew. You. On there. you put Derek White. I thought about putting Derek White, but I was like, listen, Joel won a playoff series. He was great in that series. Like, he, sure. Ew. 14, Bam Adebayo. Same as you. Okay. 13, John Morant. 12, De'Aaron Fox. And 11, Anthony Edwards. Okay. Nice. Okay. So okay, I, I, I love that. A higher than you. Wow, okay. I love that. So I'm going to go ahead and send my list right now. Okay, right. so at 15, I'll, I'll, I had a... Go ahead. I was I was about to say. I'll let y'all know right now. Ja did not make my list. Okay. Mm. He did not That's make fair. my list. That's not That's crazy. Fair. All right. So, honorable mention, Austin Reeves. He was the consistent. He was outside of AD and LeBron. He was super <laughs> consistent. I just have to mention his name real quick. Shout out to him. for to get a bag. But anyways, at 15, I had a three-way tie between Westbrook, Caleb Barn, and Bam. I might as well give it to Bam because he's in the NBA Finals and Obviously, he's the best out of these three players. Cool. I'm not going to sweat it too much. At 14, I got Anthony Edwards. Dude okay. looks like every bit of the franchise player that you want to see. And the page has, like, officially turned away from the Carl Anthony Towns era. Star shit averaged, okay. like, 30, 31 points per game. John Morant. Bro had a broken hand, and he shot, like, 41% from the three-point line. And he still did what he could, even though he missed a game. Mm -hmm. 12, Kevin Durant. He wasn't amazing, but, like... 
He's Kevin Durant. He averaged like 29 a game. And at 11, I put Kawhi Leonard. He was I he only played like what two games, but those two games that he played, maybe nostalgia is beating my ass right now. This is what probably is, but you he was two insane. games. That was crazy. <laughs> I can't believe I crazy. played two games on my list. I know. <laughs> they they lost a series because he couldn't play more than two games. He can't be on yeah. my list. Yeah, I know, but I, I I had to do when he was on there. That was some of the most majestic basketball I've seen, bro. Not Him ripping KD on that one play. I understand. Ascending. <laughs> all right, so let's look at these. We, we all see each other's list. Donovan, justify Giannis over Ant-Man to me. Okay, so for Giannis, I think that even even in the last game, Giannis was still out here. Like, the biggest, the biggest issue with Giannis was his free throws. And if you want to take him off, I 100%, I'm, I'm cool with it, which is, like, weird for a guy that's at 11 on my list. But... Yeah. I, I still feel like Giannis played okay. Like, I, I I think that Giannis on any other situation would have been <laughs> decent. And I know he missed he missed a, he missed a couple games. Um, but when he came back, he still didn't, he didn't look like MVP level Giannis, but he was still he was still really really good, and he was still driving driving that team. Man. They had I understand I understand where he drive them to the fucking brick wall. No, I one seed and one zero it. games. I under I understand. <laughs> I I I still think that that Giannis had a a good series, a solid series. This is now, more so a respect pick. I feel like. Hundred percent, just like a, a Kawhi pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, a, li- a little, a little bit. But so I see I, you, you guys both had KD in this bottom five. Yes, I okay. had him higher. Clearly, I didn't. I didn't leave him off my list. Okay. I feel like we're underrating. Like he, they won a series, and he averaged thirty. He was still KD. Like he did good, but he didn't do anything like, that's like, ah uh, man, like this. I we all know like it could it very well can work and it could work. It will work, but like. He didn't do. There was a lot of parts in this series to where like he didn't feel like KD, and he was like second fiddle. And I'm like, yo, you yeah. KD. Like the first you know round happened though. He diced up the Clippers. Like the first round did happen. Yeah, but no Kawhi. It's weak. <laughs> well, he didn't decide that. <laughs> yeah, no, you did what you're supposed to do, but bro, like, I need, I need, I need the real stuff, and the real stuff was against that. Den- was in that Denver series. So do you I both agree. have De'Aaron Fox higher? Because I don't see him on your list. Yes, oh I yeah, I got De'Aaron higher. Fox okay. higher. Absolutely. Okay. Why? Why is De'Aaron Fox so low on your list? Did you forget what that man did against the Warriors? That was easily the most entertaining series of the playoffs. I mean, he scored a lot of points, but I mean, he he was good. He wasn't otherworldly. Oh, you're a jackass and, for that, man. Oh my goodness. And they didn't win a single. <laughs> they didn't win a series. Like, you. Anthony what Edwards, is up with you? Oh my god. They didn't win a series. What do you want from me? Like, Anthony Edwards, I put him one above because I thought his individual performance was a little bit better, and they both didn't win a series. Like. Yeah, but De'Aaron Fox broke his goddamn wrist or finger during the during the during the series, bro. And he, like, considering okay. the expectations that a lot of people had placed on them prior prior to the season starting, when the this season isn't about ended, that. This isn't about and the then playoffs. on top of, bro, we didn't establish what what it was necessarily it's not about. about preseason this is a part narratives. Of the expectations Are you crazy? Type of thing. Huh? Preseason narratives? I don't give a shit what they thought preseason. This is, not, this is not only preseason narrative. No one saw him raising as high as he did during the playoffs. And yes, him did. winning the, the three seed. We 100% saw this happening. He hit his average as he's hitting the regular season. Yeah, 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 whatever. And also, he won the clutch <laughs> player of the year. Needless to say, he did a Also, not a playoff re- relevancy. <laughs> no, listen, listen. De'Aaron, De'Aaron averaged 27 and 8 
in the in the first round against the Warriors. And Steph Curry, who's one of the greatest players of all time, had 50 points in game seven, right? I think that De'Aaron Fox had a magnificent series. I think that he's higher. And I, I'll actually take this and um, I will send in the next part to my list and we'll get to I think it. I held we'll get to wins more than y'all did. Y'all, I think y'all went more performance and I, I brought wins in 50%. Not, okay, not really. Because after De'Aaron Fox <laughs> is the highest player on my list and then everybody above him has a series win. Right. Yeah, so I don't I don't I don't have list. anybody I don't have anybody above ten that didn't win a series. But so here's here's my list, right? So, so, oh, so 10, De'Aaron's your ten? Yes. So oh. De'Aaron is ten. I have Tatum at nine. I have Braun at eight, Jamal Murray at seven, Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. at six. Brunson over Murray, okay. We Jay, wow, Brunson over Murray is so kinda, different. Wow. Listen, I wouldn't I, wow. I, I under I understand what Jamal Murray has done. Jalen Brunson was out there. Listen, Jalen Brunson was out there playing. What is it? Eight on two. It was him and Quentin Grimes versus everybody else. Okay. <laughs> Julius, Julius Randle was was not showing up. Jalen Brunson in the in the last game, he had forty one points and still kept it in a close game with Miami. While R.J. Barrett was one of ten, while Julius Randle was three of fourteen. Randle was going up and down the series the entire time. Every time there was a big shot needed, Jalen Brown was the one taking it. Every time the Knicks needed needed a, a comeback, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson was the was the one leading it. He was the heart and soul of of the Knicks squad. They won a playoff series in five because he was cooking Donovan Mitchell. He was cooking <laughs> Darius Garland and the number one defense in the entire league. Jalen Brunson looked at them and said, "You can't stop me. You can't guard me." Mm. I like he was fan. Fantastic! This entire playoffs, so I will have him at my at my six, and that's why I'm putting him over Murray because Jamal, as great as he's been, it is much easier, much easier to to play and to thrive when you have Nikola Jokic next to you, and and this, you just have this big old Serbian man setting the hardest screens of all time, and every every jumper that you take is 14 feet away from the basket and wide open. I. Wow. I, I have to, I have to give Jalen Brunson a good case. You got a good case. I can't even hear. I that. I can't put Jason Tatum below Jalen Brunson. Jason Tatum Why? made the conference finals and he was excellent until I mean he had a rough series against the Heat. Everyone did, but like he all his averages for the whole playoffs are so great. Like he's Jason Tatum. We knew Jason Tatum was levels above Jalen Brunson, and he played like Jason Tatum for the most part. Nah, yeah. Jason, Jason. Jason. This Jason is a Celtics Tatum. fan in him. No, 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 no. Jason, Jason, Ta- Jason Tatum, along with the rest of the Celtics, their inconsistencies had like Led their inconsistencies. The EFC, like SBC. as many as many good moments as you saw from Jason Tatum. On the other side, there is as equally as many bad moments from, no, from there's Tatum not. as well. Equally as many. Come on, we're missing the forest for the trees, focusing on the negatives. They're in the conference finals for a reason, going to a game seven. Like, come on. He's one win away from the finals. He's lucky I put him in the top ten. Okay. <laughs> You're nasty. He's You're l- nasty. He's lucky I put you him are in the top nasty. 10. Game six and game seven, the fourth quarter of game six <laughs> and game seven against the Sixers. That's what pushed it o- over the edge. But you I wanted to put De'Aaron Fox over him. I I loved I loved what De'Aaron Fox did this postseason. I love how you have De'Aaron Fox at 10. I have him at 12. And it was like, what? You have him so low. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead, Mo. This This is your turn. We're sticking in rotation. Oh, okay. I thought I went third last time. Third in rotation. I have 
Jalen Brunson at 10. LeBron James at 9. Oh, Kevin Durant at 8. Anthony Davis at 7. And Jason Tatum at 6. So you had Anthony okay. Davis top 5. That's interesting to me because... Do, wow. t- <laughs> Do I? Do I? Oh, my God. We'll have to see. Oh, my yeah. God. Your list sucks. We'll have to see. This man is blue-balling us on our own podcast. What the hell, man? <laughs> if you put Derek White over Anthony Davis, I'm quitting this podcast. That's all I'm if saying. I, oh, what? my goodness. If bro. you put Derek White over Anthony Davis, I'm quitting. No, I'll put Derek White at, uh, at 15. Okay, that means Anthony Davis is on your list. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> well, that means you put Anthony Davis below Derek White. <laughs> Guys, there was, listen. There was a guy who was a vote away from Eastern Conference Finals MVP. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. If you put Caleb Martin in your top five, I'm killing you. You're nasty. All right. So, anyway, yeah, Jalen Brunson yeah. at 10 and LeBron at 9 was my hardest one. I kept going back and forth. I kind of want to put Jalen Brunson above LeBron, but because I guess because I was too focused on LeBron not looking like old LeBron. But when you look at what he did in totality, he played solid defense. He he really tried a lot harder as a rim protector, which I think was impactful. Still 25 points per game for the, for the playoffs, which feels like it should be lower, but it's not. It's eight rebounds, six and a half assists. Pretty good efficiency. He couldn't hit a three to save his life, but he was still LeBron James. They made the conference finals, which weighs a lot for me. That's it's hard to win that many playoff series. They beat the Warriors, beat the Grizzlies as a seven seed. I gave him the nod, but Jalen Brunson, I could see him being individually more impressive. Kevin Durant, I think, should be really high. He was Kevin Durant. Like they they didn't they lost to the best team, but outside of a few games where he got stomped out by the Nuggets, he was pretty much Kevin Durant. He was and I guess that Jason Durant, Tatum should be number six. Jason Tatum was still great. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't have any real issues with your list whatsoever. AD, Tatum, I think they're right where they're at. KD, I look at him I'm like, eh, I kind of want to put you lower. But it's KD. He did exactly what he was supposed to. He did what he was supposed to do. I Whoa. think he should have done more, <laughs> but whatever. Here's my list right here. Uh, for some reason, I cut out six or whatever. But anyways, so at number 10, I have Jalen Brunson. Number nine, I have AD. Eight, I have Fox. Seven, I have Murray. And at six, doesn't say here for you guys, but I have um, LeBron James. Okay, uh, I was going to say, so, is LeBron not on your list? That's crazy. No, no, no. Yeah, LeBron is definitely on my list. He's so high on my list because, like, I'm taking in consideration, like, this dude is not 100%. He's hurt and he's old. Those are two of the worst combinations that you can, <laughs> like, make up <laughs> towards that later, later, towards any anyone's NBA career. And for him to do... Yeah, at that age, put up the numbers that he did put up, which were they were not like the usual LeBron numbers that we are used to seeing. But still, regardless of the fact, he did his part, did what he could do, and he was the best player on this team that made it to the Western Conference Final at the age of what thirty-eight on one leg. Yeah. Impressive as hell, you know. Uh, he's yeah, exactly. And then uh, Jam- Jamal Murray at number seven, like he's. Easily one of the best point guards in the NBA, and he continues to prove that. De'Aaron Fox, he was immaculate on all levels, spectacular. He was now listen, man. What did Fox do more like impressive than Jalen Brunson? Besides wear the color purple. He can dunk like he can he can dunk. <laughs> nah, that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Wow>. Okay. <laughs> that was that was crazy. That was racist. <laughs> you gotta take that <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> you were in a row with that yeah, in the bro. comments. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> no, Jalen Brunson, uh-huh. I think, was clearly better than, or just as good as Fox, I should say, and he won a playoff series. So I don't really see any reason to put Brunson below Fox. 
Yeah, well, he won a playoff series, but he won a playoff series against like a, a worse team in my mind. But anyways, I digress. Um, Still I talk that. about it. I don't know huh? about that. The Cavs are yeah. just the same caliber as the Warriors. Eh, I don't know. I mean, Evan Mobley was playing like Kenneth Fareed, and I think that when you do have those type <laughs> do of need, issues. Do I need to get into who Jordan Poole was playing like? <laughs> <laughs> We're, look at us. We're going to tell the for who's worse. It's <laughs> a shameless, man. Anyways, moving on with my list. AD, even though he was, like, wildly inconsistent, like, defensively, he was every bit of what you wanted. And Jalen Brunson, hell, I may put him, just to make Isaac happy, I may put him at eight and Darren Fox at, at 10. But at the same time, Fuck you. No. <laughs> I'm putting Jalen Brunson at number 10. I still do not like the Knicks, but I do like a good story. And Jalen Brunson was playing like left-handed. He, It's like he's he has you the build of Raymond. What? <laughs> say, you you say, say he was playing left-handed like his right hand was like cut off. He's a left-handed player. Like No, like he, I'll say. He's left-handed I, in real my, life. My, That's I, what he does. My, <laughs> my thoughts cut off, about? and I was like, bro, he's playing like left-handed Lillard with less range. Oh, does that mean he's not really Lillard? Shut up. Anyways, him playing at this level is beautiful basketball and exactly what the Knicks need, and he blew every <laughs> expectation that anybody had on him. And, yeah, that's my explanation for my list. Pretty solid. Nice. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll get into the top tier. So here's, the top five. here's what I have. So at five, I have Anthony Davis. At four, I have Steph Curry. Three, I have Devin Booker. Two, I have Jimmy Butler. And then one, Nikola Jokic. Um, okay. okay. One, is, one, two, and three, obviously self-explanatory. Jimmy gets the nod because he – He's gone crazy. He won an, another playoff series. He's in the finals. Him and Jokic, one and two. Booker was shooting 80% for like days. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, Steph Curry. It was, it was wild. Um, Steph Curry had absolutely nobody on his team and had a 50-point game in game seven, right? Put the team on his back several times. Even in even in, in the Warriors series, had Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole actively trying to ruin his legacy, and still <laughs> got them to to a game six, um, and looked you know looked fairly valiant in it. And then Anthony Davis, as inconsistent like Mo said, as inconsistent as he was throughout the playoffs offensively, we have to wait defense properly. And Anthony Davis yeah. looked like one of the he's he had one of the best defensive playoff runs ever. Like I don't he was amazing protecting the rim. Wow. He was he was absolutely fantastic. He was dominant. And there was nobody that was going to get to the rim and score on him. Like, you could have thrown Giannis at him. And it's like, I think the only person who would have scored at the rim is the best player in the world right now, and that's Nikola Jokic. But outside of that, yep. nobody's getting to the rim against him. And when you have somebody who can lock down the paint the way that AD can, everybody else thrives on defense. So that's why I give him the nod at five. Um, but yeah, so that's the top end of my list. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. It's nearly identical to mine, except I'll go ahead and send it. I have Jamal Murray at five, who I didn't have wow. him put on here yet. Wow. Okay. And then Curry. I almost had I had Jamal wow. Murray above Curry for a while, and I switched it like right before we started. I was like, I gotta get Curry. It's Curry. Yeah. But Jamal Murray is averaging twenty eight points on incredible efficiency. Incredible. He has been an unstoppable scorer while also averaging over six assists and being a pretty decent defender. The Lakers gave him some troubles because they're the Lakers, but hasn't been the worst defender in the world and an elite scorer. Like 
just as great of a score as all these other guys that were lauding. John Murray has been that, and he's in the finals. Like I'm, I'm clearly weighing team success more than you guys, and he has been an extremely important part of the shellacking they're giving all these teams. Like it's not just Jokic. The reason they're dominant is because they also have another star who's playing as good as any guard in the NBA. And to do Absolutely. that and make the finals, like I think he's damn near as important. And the rest of yeah. it, self-explanatory. Booker, you could argue Booker could be above Jimmy Butler if you weren't weighing team success as much. But Booker's in the, fi- I mean Butler's in the finals. He has to be the number two. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't got to yeah, explain Jokic or Curry. Yeah, I I don't have much against that list whatsoever. Tatum top five. <laughs> yes, he he dropped fifty points in Game Seven. Like I, I did that just not happen? You Dude, know, he dropped thirteen like, points in the other Game Seven. Yeah, like he's been fantastic <laughs> throughout this playoffs. Not on a semi-consistent so basis, but to continue my list, I think. Our top threes are the exact same exact, right? That's beautiful to see. Jokic, yeah. I don't have to explain. Jimmy Our Butler, top four I shouldn't explain. Yeah, exactly. Booker, Curry, I don't have to explain. I think me having Tatum up there, through like the ups and downs, being able to consistently, for the most part at least, like, answer when you're most needed and show up at the end of the day was impressive. A lot of us think that a lot of us thought that, okay, yo, like they're in a terrible spot with the Philadelphia 76ers. And I don't know if you want to give credit to Doc being Doc and James Harden and Joel Embiid being one of the worst playoff performance, (laughs) one of of the worst playoff performers that we've seen in our entire existence. But regardless of the fact, like he did exactly what he was supposed to do on a consistent basis with their wildly, volatile style of play and he earned it i'm not gonna let this terrible this terrible playoff loss get to me when it comes to how i view jason tatum i think he's yeah, exactly who i think he yeah. is i have missed six i wasn't gonna overreact either he got hurt yeah. in game seven it's unfortunate the heat gave him troubles they gave everybody troubles it's hard not to get troubles given to you when your co-star is a pumpkin so i'm not gonna hold it against him too much <laughs> that's hilarious yeah, exactly. So I, I think our lists are overall not that bad whatsoever. Yeah, besides yours, yours sucks. <laughs> you suck. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. All the lists are reasonable. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. Fox over Jalen Brunson is the only thing I have a problem with yours. Do you have any honorable mentions? I like how Donovan ha- shouted out Derek White. He deserves it. I, I love how like some DM a, a couple of days ago said that he's easily one of the best role players in the entire NBA and that man deserves his flowers but he also deserves a new barber too because that the the listen a barber cannot fix what he has a barber cannot unless they are painting something on the barber can't fix it did you see Stephen A. Smith making fun of his hairline like the fucking audacity to be Stephen A. Smith (laughs) and make fun of somebody's hairline low-key I would rather have Stephen A. Smith's hairline than Derek White's they have the same exact hairline one just has a fro and one (laughs) but but it's it's worse, though, because he has, like, a fro, and because of his hair texture and the hair type that he has, it makes it look just so egregious. Fam, Derek White had the he had the thick headband, right? The one that, like, the <laughs> volleyball players be wearing, and you can still see his forehead on top of it. Yeah. That's nasty work. That's nasty yeah. work. I can't, I can't uh, support it. That's do you hilarious. have any honorable mentions, Isaac, off the top of the head before we go to uh, Derek time? White was my first cut. I thought about Jalen Brown. Then I looked at the stats. I was like, holy fuck. He st- I thought it was just one series. <laughs> he stuck it up the whole playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Giannis and Derek White were my f- first two cuts. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking about putting Trey Young on this list, but I was Me like, too. oh, you yeah, Trey Young as well. Yeah. Trey Young's I'm a first new cut. man. 
I have shame. Let me not put him on this list. I, <laughs> I I'm trying to get rid of my disgusting uh my narrative. But anyways, yeah, he I would put Trey Young on this list, but he was just like so bad. And the conversation around him playing like Julian Newman was just so nasty throughout the first few games of the Celtics series. But seeing how he responded and like fully adjusted to that series and played like an absolute superstar, I think it was like game five, what he did to Boston hitting that game winner yeah. uh, over Jalen Brown from Dumb Deep was like, he deserves an honorable mention as well. Yeah, yeah he was in my first moment, as well. Nah. Yeah, exactly. But I think that it is one of those times. What type of time? Tell us exactly. It's TikTok time. Oh my god! Ooh, oh my god! I think you're right. And I think as you transition TikTok time, we're gonna start with the draft like we always do. And this time we're gonna draft only players drafted in the 2000s. There was a so, lot of good so players. Just, just I'm ready. Yeah, this is your era. <laughs> yeah, this is your era. God, this man's gonna thrive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's draft NBA rosters. I said rosters. It's always lineups. I always fuck this up. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who were drafted in the twenty. Two thousand tens. Yeah, I'm messing it up again. That's okay. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who were drafted in the two thousands. Who had who had first pick last time? I did. I don't even remember. So I had third pick. He. No, okay, you so second. What, what draft did we do last time? We did the Knicks draft. Okay, yeah, I was so I bad. First... I think I had third. Yeah, you were. Oh, geez. What do we need to talk about that? Mind so your I... business. <laughs> <laughs> I got first pick. Mo got second pick. Donovan, third pick. First pick. Obviously, I got LeBron James. Had that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. My first pick, give me Steph Curry. Great pick. All right. I'm going to double up. Give me. Kevin Durant and give me, give me James Harden. Ah, Ooh, that's an interesting one. Okay, I know. I yeah, did I, not I, see they that fit coming. A li- on they your... fit a little bit better than the other choice. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. So now things get semi interesting. Uh, so for my what second pick, mm-hmm. go ahead. You know what? Go ahead and give me. You said you got KD, right? And who else? Yeah, James I got, Harden? I got KD and James Harden. Cool. Okay, go ahead. For scarcity, give me Dwight Howard. Fuck! I was about to pick him. Really? Bitch. Damn. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, I was about, if you didn't pick him, I was about to win this draft instantly. Yeah. All right. Second pick, give me the guard that Donovan should have picked, Dwayne Wade. Ah, damn, that's that was fair, nice. That's fair. I need that Heatles combination. Yeah. Dude, do I put Chris Bosh and keep the game together? Do it. You're the, so lame if you do funny. it. You're so lame if you do it. Uh, do I, there's a lot of good options here. Chris Bosh isn't the best player available. I can't do that. <laughs> it would be a bad idea. Uh, there's there's like a lot of good point guards here to choose from. Mm-hmm. All right. And to round it out, give me a top five point guard of all time, prime Chris Paul. Nice. Okay. okay. I like that. I like that. That's a that's a very solid. It's a very solid way to go. All right. So for my two, Jimmy Butler. When was Jimmy Butler drafted? Oh, he was twenty eleven. Never mind. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> God, I thought he was early. Jimmy right, drafted twenty eleven. Damn. Yeah, he was drafted. He was definitely drafted in twenty eleven. He was in that uh, in that Kyrie draft. Yeah, Kyrie, I was going to say, yeah, Kyrie. These PG motherfuckers draft. are getting old. Kyrie's drafting 
12 years ago good lord yeah i know we're all we're all getting cooked dude <laughs> okay whatever anyways uh so i got dwight howard i got C- steph curry right yeah for my third pick go ahead and give me give me give me chris bosh okay I like that. You suck. That was going to be my next pick. That's okay, though. That's okay. For my next pick, give me Russell Westbrook and then give me Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Mm. I'll let you have him. You you love him so much. I was like, I'll I'll, I'll keep him for you. This is great. (laughs) Okay. Well, you should have let me have Chris Bosh for the memes. I can't believe it. It would have been such a good (laughs) job. I can't believe I talked to you out of that. I have the thunder, though. I have the OG thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's my turn. So I got CB, Dwight Howard, and what's his name? Steph Curry. Cool. All right. So now I need a two. I need wings, bro. I need a two and a three. So at my two, I think Drew Holiday would be a fantastic fit next to Steph Curry. So give me that. I don't know if he's the best player, but I think he'll be an immaculate fit. So I need that on my team. He was drafted in 2009, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. You was drafted in 09. Cool. And then at my three... Wait, no. No, isn't it Isaac's turn after that? Oh, yeah, fuck, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I was I'm tripping. to let you go. <laughs> okay. This part... At my four and my five, I need spacing next to my slashers. Give me Marcus Gasol at the five. Hmm. And this is a hard one. And Andre Godawa at the four. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like that. My defense like is that. crazy. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, but I got the better three. Give me DeMar DeRozan. You can have him. Trust me. Don't disrespect him. <laughs> I got his daughter court side too. So trust me, that's another that's another advantage. Ooh, that's a home court advantage right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I have LeBronto, so I think you're cooked. You do have LeBronto. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I have to pick a I have to pick a center here. I'm trying to decide if I want to just go all offense, we're just gonna go fast, or if I'm just gonna go just get the biggest person on the board. <laughs> and the biggest person on the board. Does that mean Yao Ming? Yeah. Let me do it. Give me Yao Ming. You shouldn't have <laughs> said anything, god damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yelming, 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 yelming. All right, so what's the team's looking like? <laughs> so, first off, I got the best team. Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Andre Iguodala, Marc Gasol. Nah. Okay. I got Steph perfect. Curry, nah. Drew Holiday, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Bosh, and Dwight Howard. Dwight. My team is pretty nice. You're not walking over me like you are. Two through four is so mid. Two through four is not mid. What do you mean? You're Drew and DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, Drew got clamps. And DeMar, he's going to, obviously, he's like fifth or not fifth okay. or fourth on the picking order. Fair. I have Dwayne Wade and LeBron. Donovan has James Harden I, and Kevin I got, Durant. And here's, and here's my team. I have Russell yeah, Westbrook, I have Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Carmelo yeah. Anthony, and Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> Yao Ming. Your team in, is... I'm dominating inside. We're straight yeah. bucky getters from one through four and then just Yao. <laughs> Like, <laughs> listen, there's 18, feet, there. 18 feet out, 
Those jumpers are dead. And then just yell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing y'all. Yeah. Donovan's team has me, has my knees trembling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Okay. <laughs> so relax. So I, I don't have to just yell anything. <laughs> okay. Right, keep Next thing we're going to do. <laughs> Lock them. Uh, Next thing we're going to do. As always, we're going to do a tier list after the draft. This time we're going to stick with the theme of the NBA Finals going on. And we're going to tier list NBA Finals MVPs. Okay. So this will be interesting because there's been some controversial ones over the last decade and a half. Let's do it. So let's put these NBA Finals MVPs into a tier list. First off, 2016 LeBron James. S. S. S what? One of the greatest players of all time. You got to be kidding me, bro. And his yeah, greatest accomplishment, too. Players. Yeah, exactly, bro. He got I just set the tone early. Next one, 2019 Kawhi Leonard. A. 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 Yeah. The narrative alone of like dragging his team to the championship in his first year there, just like just tooth and nail fighting through injuries, it's got to be A. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. First year doing that. And then on top of that, the iconic shot against the Philadelphia 76ers, bro. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that whole <laughs> that whole me. run, that whole run was a but in the finals, he was on straight cyborg mode. Like he yeah. was not losing. That was that was yeah, a legacy exactly. defining run. Yeah, absolutely. Now I wish KD didn't get hurt and also Clay. If he would have won that through the, through those two, oh, oh yeah, this had to be an S. Oh, easy S. But he won, did what he's supposed to do. A. If he would have dethroned the best team ever, it would have been all time. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, next one. Twenty fourteen Kawhi Leonard. That's like a C. That's like a C. I feel like this one gets yeah. overrated. Probably so much. Everybody on yeah. that Spurs team was deadly. Kawhi, they gave. And listen, we might see this later, but they gave it to Kawhi for holding LeBron to only 33 points instead of 35 <laughs> points. Like, come on now. Come on now. Uh, yeah. People yeah. say two-time finals MVP when comparing to other people as if all finals MVPs are made equal. This one's not as impressive. Exactly. Yeah, that performance did not move me, bro. That could have gone so many different good. ways. It was good, but it's not an all-time finals MVP performance. Yeah, didn't Danny Green almost win? Didn't no. Danny Green almost win that finals MVP? Or am I tripping? I don't think so. Nah, you tripping. Maybe wrong here. No, but yeah, yeah. Like Kawhi deserved to be finals MVP. It's just not as impressive compared to every other one. Exactly. Yeah, it's very forgettable, but solid. See in my book. 2022 Steph Curry. A. A. Yeah. Yeah. He sh- the narrative, he shut up the narrative is S tier, but the performance was, was A tier, right? He, it's not like, it's just not on the level of LeBron in 2016 where he's leading yeah. everybody in every single category, but it's still he carried amazing. that team, man. But he carried what, that team. Yeah. Bro, towards the beginning of that series, we can't forget, though. They wanted to give this finals MVP to Wiggins over him. <laughs> that was just nasty talking for clicks. People want to give it to everybody but Curry every single time. Yeah. They were trying to give He's... the conference finals MVP to Kevon Looney. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, that brings me to the last one. 2015 Andre Iguodala. F. This was robbery. <laughs> this was robbery. I hate this. This messed up Steph Curry's legacy for years because they gave it to Iggy. This was so fucking stupid. It was stupid at the moment. It's even stupider looking back. LeBron averaged 30, and they gave it to Andre Godala for defense. Who didn't even average 10? What are we talking about? <laughs> those voters? I'm disgusted. Those voters. <laughs> those voters need to be banished from America, bro. They don't deserve to watch <laughs> NBA basketball anymore. You should Bill watch Simmons Dwight Howard cooked. in Taiwan. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't deserve that, bro. <laughs> Just hating on Say the goodbye, baby Jalen Rose. <laughs> yeah, that was so that was so dumb, man. Yeah, that was disgusting talk. Disgusting. Ugh. Next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna bring back something we haven't done in a couple weeks, but at this point it's a staple in what we do now. We're gonna do an old versus new. And this Ooh. time we're gonna do NBA jerseys again. Ooh. These go jerseys. berserk every time we do these on Twitter. I'm not Twitter, on TikTok and Shorts. Especially with the logos. People love it. So we're we're gonna do it again. I sent it to you guys. I think the order got messed up a little bit, but you see all the pictures. Alright, hold up. So Okay. You know my Wi-Fi's cooked. <laughs> your Wi-Fi's terrible every time. <coughs> Bro, this cough is fucking me up. Two episodes in a row. Wow. Alright, I got oh, it. I flip. got it. Which NBA jersey is better? Old or new? First off, the Los Angeles Lakers. Got this white one versus the 2010s era black one. They're both hard to meet, but the black one is just different. The black one is nice. The black one is nice. I, yeah, this, that was a good era with the with the yellow paneling. I usually don't like paneling, but it works on this one. The white one. Listen, this white Lakers one, I it looks too close to the to like to the blue one that they have. It's just it doesn't do much for me. It no, doesn't this white one's boring as shit. This like white one is one. This white one is giving Saints Row the third. This shit is boring. It's, <laughs> it looks like it would be a, like a Nerf jersey you get. It's like no team branding. It just says basketball. Not a fan. Yeah. It looks like I the agree. Clippers made it. <laughs> it's soulless. Oh my god, bro. Like Speaking of Saints Row, with this black one, I feel like I'm in a stealth mission on Modern Warfare, bro. Like someone's getting <laughs> murked. You got a ghillie suit on? <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. It's just it's just that hard. Okay. Next up, the Atlanta Hawks. Which black jersey? I'm actually like going to go with both. the new one. I'm actually going to go Ooh. with the new one. The old one is fire, like if you're at like a throwback party. But if you're yeah. actually trying to like wear it out in public, this new one is, is actually good. All right. First yeah. off, if you're wearing these types of jerseys out on public on a consistent basis, seek help. But the old one <laughs> definitely, the old one definitely hits more because it's not, it's not boring whatsoever and it's not basic. And that hawk in the middle with the fading red on the, towards the bottom, it's hard. It's one of the hardest creations God ever made. <laughs> <laughs> If this had a straight black jersey without the gradient, I'd pick the old one. But I really fucking hate the red gradient. And, like, the reason we like the Hawks one is for throwback vibes. But, objectively, the new one's probably cleaner. Y'all are tripping. Don't ever step in my city a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta check in with Mo. <laughs> yeah, check in with me. <laughs> right, next up, we got the Dallas Mavericks. The Nerf jerseys versus the trash bag jerseys. Neither of them. They both suck. <laughs> these, these are both jerseys that need to be burned. I, I Arguably like the two worst jerseys in NBA history. But <sighs> if I have to pick one that is worse, the old one is worse. Or, the new, or no, the new one is worse. This little stupid graffiti gradient, whatever they had. Nah, this is dumb. Luca should have requested a trade just because they, they had to wear <laughs> this. This is yeah, awful. this is giving Paw Patrol. Giving Disney, <laughs> <laughs> giving Disney Junior. Yeah, whoever came up with these jerseys, you definitely need to be in a mental health asylum for thinking that people will <laughs> rock with this. We do not rock with this. <laughs> Put you in Arkham. Yeah, exactly not, bro. Yeah, this jersey's horrible, man. But the trash can jerseys are terrible, too. Like, copper, metallic. Ugh. It's ho- It's bad, but you can Actually, envision a world where this, this works. Cool. 
Oh shit! Yeah, up. like this this could this could work. <laughs> my bad. This could work. My bad. We could do something with this. Oh, uh, we yeah, can exactly. do absolutely I can cook with this, this one right here. We can I'm, do. I'm wearing this yeah. to the next function. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All but right. with this one. With Lucas jersey, I'd wear something like this. If I'm going if I'm going paintballing or something. I'm wearing something <laughs> that I don't care about. Yeah, this looks like a, a jersey you get in the game Splatoon. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> That's a deep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, the Chicago Bulls, blue versus green. The green one, the green one is nice. I don't like. I like the colors on the blue one, but having that big old bull. That looks Childish. like a Six Flags jersey if I've yeah. ever seen one. I can't Facts. get behind that. It's so fucking childish. No. Bro, they both bad, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, that green jersey, you have to be off of a perk to think that was hard. <laughs> who, who, what were you thinking? What were you doing with it's this? Saint this makes Day. no sense. It's St. Patrick's it's Day. Saint, it's St. Patrick's Day, bro. You're, you're disrespecting St. Patrick with this right here. You, <laughs> you think he would approve of this? The worst, disaster. Blue one, <laughs> the worst part this blue one is they've had other good Windy City jerseys with like the stars on it and stuff, but then they just got lazy and said, fuck it, throw the logo in the middle, yeah. and it's horrible. Yeah, that's not that's not great either, but I definitely have to say the old one is, the old one is so much worse. <sighs> I don't mind green and red that much. All right, next up, yeah. we got the San Antonio Spurs. Fiesta versus Camouflage. Fiesta wins. The Fiesta wins easily. Yeah, Fiesta is hard. The NBA really listen. Shout out, shout out to the troops or whatever. Right? They try to throw in, <laughs> they try to throw in all these like camouflage jerseys. Ninety nine percent of them suck. They, <laughs> I'm, I don't know if they've gone away from it. I hope they have because I'm tired of seeing this. <laughs> the Fiesta ones are nice, and we'll and the, rock with the that. font on the Fiesta jersey is so clean with that cursive. It's Fiesta, but with a modern flair, and it's, it's good minimalism. Yeah, these pictures I ain't gonna lie are hard as hell too. Derek White, he's this is one of the greatest photos I've seen with him. Seen of him in my life. <laughs> easily upgrades your swag plus ten. But for those <laughs> military type jerseys, they're they're cool, but they don't stand out whatsoever. They just look so yeah. basic. Should have yeah, done we better. Could put, we could put Drewski in this black jersey, and he'd look like the best athlete in the world. Yeah, exactly, bro. You make that man look like Michael B. Jordan with that on <laughs> 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 easily. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, last up, we got the Portland Trailblazers. Sleeves versus PDX. Listen, I don't like the, the PDX one, but I cannot support sleeves in good conscience. So <laughs> the PDX one wins. The PDX see, one's growing on me. I like the colors. See, the sleeve era was when was when Dame Miller was rocking his mohawk, and he was on a, he was on one back then. But I still can't get behind that. <laughs> that is trash. It's terrible. It's a soccer jersey, man. Yeah, exactly. This might be yeah, one of the I, worst sleeve jerseys of the era, too. I really don't fucking like this jersey. Definitely not Definitely not the worst. Trust me, there is worse. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, that's a good, that's a good TikTok. I, everybody yeah. loves these so much. The, the old versus new concept. People fuck with it heavy. Well, I do know why. They're super it's a good simple, idea. But... Yeah, because yeah. we're fucking geniuses. What do you mean? Stop hating. <laughs> All right, next up, Donovan, I think you have one for us where we're going to rank finals teams without knowing who's next. Yeah. All right. We good? Yeah, go ahead and say that hook for us. All right, cool. All right. Rank these NBA finals teams. Dang it. Rank these NBA finals teams without knowing who's next. Okay. You got five of them? Yep. Let's get it. 
All right. We got the 2012 Miami Heat. Ooh. Listen, there's not many teams better than them. I want to say one or go, two. Yeah, do we want to save the one spot just in case? Let's go two. I think one is fair. One is super solid. Like that, what you can't go wrong. What if the Warriors are there, though? What if the Warriors are there? I mean, if the Warriors are there, then they're there. We just know that Donovan's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go two. Let's go two. Okay, two. Okay. The 2020 Lakers. Ooh, that's a good I team. I want to say th- two, three or two. or. It's not five. No, three, for sure, not five. Three, three or four, four three I think. Or four. Do we want to go four just in case there's like a Spurs team in there or something? Uh, I feel comfortable with three, personally. But there's a lot, I like three. You could argue basically every team in the last five years is just as good, if not better. So I feel like four is safe. Okay, let's do four. Cool. All I right. ain't going to die over that hill. Let's do four. The 2008 Boston Celtics. This is oh. five. This is terrible. What? Is dead last. Dead last. What? You're putting the Celtics below the Lakers? Yeah, they were good. Huh? I mean, sh- shout out to them, but this is five. This is probably three. I'll let you have five because I had the last tiebreaker, so we can go five. But it's, I would have put it three. Ah, KG was like that, love that man, and also Paul Pierce. Shout out to him, but I think this was five. Okay. All right, we have the 2014 beautiful game, San Antonio Spurs. It's gotta be one. Yeah, one. This is easy. Yeah, if, if the Warriors easy. are there, I hate you, but Spurs got to be one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That was an easy choice. The next one is the 2015 Warriors. Okay, I'm very happy that's being number three. Yeah, this was not bad at all. Look at us. Duh, we killed this list. Yeah, exactly. And, y'all were, and you were down me for a second when it comes to the Celtics. I know my basketball. <laughs> no, you're bugging about that, but I'll live. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. That was nice. <coughs> I right. fix that cough. I can't. I'm just fucking dying over here. The fans are gonna hate me this week. I'm Get sorry. a VIX or something. A cough drop. A VIX. <laughs> All right. So next up, we got Ooh. another finals video. We're hammering in the finals this week since it's topical. See how the exactly. algorithm treats that. Next one's gonna be pretty simple. I'm gonna name two finals teams. You tell me which one's better. So okay. straight up, which team would win? Simple enough. Yep. Which NBA finals team was better? I said it all weird. Which NBA Finals team was better? The 2016 Cavs or the 2008 Celtics? Give me the 2008 Celtics. I think oh, my that's God. I that's think, a tough one. I Listen, they. I think that they had more more talent all around, right? I, obviously, 16 Celtics have, have LeBron. But if you have, you still have KG, like at the tail end of his prime, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen for shooting, Ron, baby Rondo. That they their, were stacked. Their defense was elite, so I think I'm yeah. alright with them. Now, I, yes. I gotta go. I gotta go. Cavs, just because LeBron yeah. was giving the Celtics hell back then with no help around him, so he can never win. Now he has Kyrie. Now he has Kevin Love. Now he has his full team, Tyron Lue. I'm going Cavs. Cavs, easy. What are they gonna do with Kyrie Irving? They're not gonna do a damn thing, bro. They're gonna no, throw Kel- Tony Kevin- Allen at him, and he's gonna be in Alcatraz. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Man, Allen, it's, it's not definitely close. That. I'm not Tony Allen will lock Kyrie Irving. What are we talking about? Oh my goodness! Are you you want to have this conversation? I right am. <laughs> Un- most unclappable player in the league. Get out of here. <laughs> unclappable. <laughs> nice. 2019 Raptors versus 2014 Spurs. 2014 Spurs in five. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That in 2014 five. Spurs is easily one of the greatest teams of all time. In in five is in five is solid. Kawhi, that, that Raptors Kawhi? was really nice. Yeah, you're not swayed by prime Kawhi. 
No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Pascal Siakam is a strike for you in your heart. Yeah, Who? no. Kyle Lowry? <laughs> OG I'm Ananobi? definitely not, not yeah, scared no. by Big Booty Lowry. 20-year-old OG Ananobi? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That that that's six man Fred Van Vliet. Have different. you never seen Boris Diaw? <laughs> Tiago Splitter. Come on now. Come uh, on now. Cash money. Delon Wright. Come on now. Uh, uh, Delon Wright is nasty. <laughs> you know, you know ball better than that. Come on now. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Twenty ten Lakers versus twenty twenty two Warriors. Ooh. Oh, this is tough. This is really close. That's a, this is a good match. This is a good match. Yeah, it's the worst Kobe championship team versus the worst Steph championship team. Yeah. I think I might have to go with... Uh, do I want to say the Lakers? This is going to seven. This, this is, is a going close to seven. One. I think I'm going to go yeah. with the Lakers only because I think Powell... I think Powell would be able to eat a little bit on the inside and he would be able to be the difference in the series. I think Kobe and Seth end up watching each other, and um, and the same way, the same way that uh that the Warriors, the same way that the Warriors can throw Wiggins at Kobe, the Lakers can throw Ron Artest at Steph Curry, and he would bully him all day, like. But is Ron Artest and Draymond Green surviving a full fourth quarter or full quarter true. game? They they know. might not be they might not be allowed to play after <laughs> game three, but like yeah, <laughs> they're in jail. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. I think I'll go Warriors just because I don't the matchup wise, I don't think the Lakers with their two big front court are really equipped to defend the Warriors offensive system in space. They might Yeah, but Clay was that, cheeks though. Be tough. It's a different uh, type just, of clay with Jordan Poole was God for twelve games that year, so keep that in mind. But not in the finals though. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the Lakers pick. I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's do let's roll with the Lakers. Twenty eighteen Cavs versus twenty twenty Heat. The team LeBron played in the bubble. Oh, I'll take I I'll take the Heat. heat. I, I'm I mean, gonna take the Heat. Yeah, the Heat. You yeah. You don't think the force of nature, LeBron, could beat that Heat team alone? That that nah. LeBron Heat, that LeBron Cavs team had to go to a game seven against the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> no, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo would beat them. I almost <laughs> forgot about that, man. Yeah, 2018 LeBron. I felt so sorry for that man. Bro, they had two game sevens that they had two game sevens that year. Against and the Pacers. Bulls and the Celtics, yeah, against yeah. the baby Celtics and then against the Pacers and then if the Raptors just you know weren't soft then like they they probably could have <laughs> pushed them but I'm taking the Heat. Yeah, okay. easily one of the best offensive versions of LeBron James, but he can't overcome everything. <laughs> he can overcome a lot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. The 2011 Mavericks versus the 2021 Plus. Bucks. This is a hard one. I think I might roll the Bucks. I think I might go. I might lean Bucks too, but it's tough. I think yeah. I'm gonna take the Bucks only because they allow a lot of threes. And even though that the 2011 Mavs has shooters, they're still getting their buckets inside the paint. And I think that yeah. I think that Giannis can can defend Dirk pretty well. So I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, that's a deciding yeah. factor. I feel like Giannis is like the perfect Dirk defender. Yeah, and that's a tough. You also, yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. And you also minimize how useful Tyson Chandler is in the paint. So I, with Brook Lopez's stretch shooting, I'm definitely taking the Bucks. Listen, JJ Bray, JJ Bray is not going to mentally break Giannis like he did LeBron. I'm taking the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, get out of here. Giannis will Deshaun run through Stevenson, that man. Though. Oh fuck, he might. Jason <laughs> Terry, I don't know. 
Oof. Jason Terry. I, I still hate Jason Terry to this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Last one. 2020 Lakers versus 2007 Spurs. Would LeBron get his revenge if he was older? I think. Ooh. No. No. That's yeah. like that's still that's still that's still Tim Duncan on that side. Peak of yeah, damn near you peak know? of his powers. That's the weakest Spurs championship team, I think. If you had to pick one, like it's not a it's not obvious. Hmm. It's a hard. No, a hard question, no, I don't. I don't think it's obvious, but I would take the Spurs. Yeah, I would. I would take the Spurs just because. I think I Tony think, Parker's really the the deciding factor yeah. of that. Keep in mind, AD was a god amongst men that year and never missed the jump shot. Again, he was, but it's Tim Duncan. He's playing though. Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, it's Tim Duncan. You're right. It's better AD. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't care about that. I think Tony Parker might be the deciding factor in that series. But then it, I don't know. And then it's like, listen, and obviously LeBron's there. Who's the third best Laker on that team? KCP, Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, it was depth. It was depth that won, not a third star. Okay. Manu Ginobili's giving depth buckets. Okay, so like, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's lighting them up. <laughs> yeah, he's lighting them up. <laughs> giving depth buckets. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's like that. I'm taking the Spurs. I'm dead. <laughs> he's oh my depth god, buckets. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last thing we got, Mo. You have your collectible TikTok. You want to get out there? Yeah, let's go ahead and run this shit. <laughs> he been trying to get this off All right. for weeks. I know. Two weeks. Watch it bang too. All right. Hook's gonna be. Let's guess the prices. Yeah, so Mo's gonna tell us some famous NBA collectibles, and we gotta guess the prices. Yeah, exactly. Real it's wacky. Be mad stuff. goofy. I love it. Yeah, wacky as hell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's our specialty. Let's get. Let's guess the price. Let's get the. Ooh, let's get. See, let's get. Can the, you guess the price? Yeah, can you guess the price is better? These NBA. Can you guess the price of these NBA? Can you guess the price of these NBA collectibles? Say it again. I'm gonna say it one more time. Yeah. Can you guess the price of these NBA collectibles? Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. First up, Steph Curry's mouth guard in 2016. Mind you, Ooh. it's the year 2016. Just What's like, that mean? just like anyone. Didn't hit was it a was it a finals mouthpiece? A regular season mouthpiece? I need details, Mo. Oh, you need details? I can get that for you real quick. So this was sold in an auction in the year 2016. And it was... Oh, this uh, this doesn't give me... This doesn't actually give me anything. Um, yeah, this doesn't give me much detail. <laughs> All right, so let's just lied. say it's the finals. You lied. Let's say it's the finals. <laughs> okay. For the sake of time. Yeah. I'll go a nice $8,000. Okay. It's a, it's what a is your mouthpiece? Yeah. Listen, Steph Curry's DNA is on that. Some weirdo's playing top dollar. $22,000. Woo! Okay, $23,000 just for a mouthpiece is really steep, but Donovan, you are right. You're closer. You're closer. It's 5K. Some uh, pay okay. five bands for some Steph saliva. You well, I thought there were some psychos <laughs> out there that are willing to pay whatever the cost. Yeah, okay, no, okay. that's absolutely gross. Absolutely goes. <laughs> All right, something a bit more normal. Next up, we got Kobe's rookie year playoff game worn jersey. Mm. Oh, that is what year? What year was this? Was this pre or post death? Wait, what? What? Like, what year was it? Was it sold? <laughs> oh, what year was it sold? This was, <laughs> you, I believe, you this thought was they uh, sold a jersey from heaven. 
<laughs> no, no, I was, I was I was confused for I was confused for that for uh, for a second. But this was post. This was post. Okay. Wait, what year was this old? This is twenty twenty two. So post. Oh okay. Okay. Fifty thousand dollars, bro. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. A rookie game worn jersey post Kobe death. Two hundred fifty. That's that's going. That's two point seven three million. Oh damn. <laughs> That's steep. Hey, I, I get love it. That man I get it. Two M's. There's no more of those out there. You can't find them. I get it. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. I All right. Money. Was it autographed? <laughs> was it autographed? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was autographed. It's crazy. Wow. I need money like not that. autographed. Yeah, two point seven three man. Shh. Nobody's coming close to that jersey in my house. Are you kidding me? I got the red <laughs> rope and all that around it. <laughs> that jersey costs more than it. the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That jersey costs me? more than my life. <laughs> All right, Michael Jordan's game worn underwear. Ha. Okay, <laughs> I mean after that, is it, is it some context? Worn? Some context. His security guard took care of his laundry after every game. This was Ooh. not finals worn, just game worn. So this guy, this guy MJ Musk on it. This mm. <laughs> got this got MJ skid marks on it. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, listen, there's there's some freaks out there. That's a million. That's one point two million dollars. What year was this? Was this at the height of MJ hysteria in like the nineties? It doesn't matter. Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Well, this was sold. It's not one hundred percent sure. We're not one hundred percent sure when this was actually like game worn. It's freaky as hell. But this was sold in twenty twenty one. Oh, this is old man MJ. Nah, this is. No, this is not. This is not. This is not old old man MJ. That's freakish. $60,000. (laughs) $60,000. <laughs> you can tell. Donovan, you got a guess? $1.2 million. You can tell that someone probably got hit with a lick. This was $500. You played $500 for some Scam. MJ's. For, for MJ's cheek that sweat? Black oh, Air man. Forces. Scam the fuck out of him. <laughs> That's disgusting. All right. We got. I had, we got his underwear. I had way too much faith in the freaks on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was some of grandma's underwear. God, that's gross, bro. Yeah, it was probably whitey tidies too. Mm. Whitey tidies. For... Tidy whiteies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We got two more. We got LeBron James Game Seven worn jersey in 2013. Game Seven worn jersey in 2013. The final nine nine hundred mm-hmm. and seventy three thousand dollars. Mm. That's so Lock specific. it in. I'm, <laughs> That's so specific. I'm, I have no idea what this market is like. I'm throwing out numbers. <laughs> Me neither. Three million. <laughs> Three, Three million. million. Damn, you hit it on the money. You were probably Go. a liar, huh, Isaac? That was you. We need to do a federal investigation over you, boy. <laughs> I operate in the shadows. <laughs> he got that on the dark web. <laughs> now, whoever bought right. this is for sure money laundering. <laughs> All right, last one. MJ's so back in the day MJ just for context for the viewers or whatever audio listeners back in the day MJ went ahead and did a McDonald's commercial with them back in I don't know in the 90s obviously or whatever and in 2012 MJ sold MJ's barbecue hold on I'm messing this up MJ's barbecue sauce back in 2012 or back in the 90s barbecue sauce that he ate with yep how? The Mick Jordans. No, it was a tub. It was a tub Michael... sponsored by him. Oh, they made a whole tub for him. <laughs> I thought you Mick Jordans. Ate it. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. 
a 25-year-old tub of barbecue sauce. <laughs> it sold in 2012. A 15-year-old tub of barbecue sauce. Okay. Mm. Whew. 20, $23,000. $8,000. Isaac, you're right. You're close enough. 10K. I know everything. <laughs> it's freakish, bro. <laughs> freakish. Yeah. No, that's crazy. A tub of barbecue sauce. People are walking licks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Back in 20, so again, context for audio listeners or whatever. We got back one? in 20, yeah, one more. Just in case one of them is not that great or whatever. Yeah. So back in 2019, the Golden State Warriors are playing in the finals against the Toronto Raptors. And Drake got a piece of lint and posted lint from Steph Curry's hair and posted it onto Instagram. Was like, yo, I'm finna sell this on eBay. <laughs> so Steph Curry's hair lint back in 2019 NBA Finals. Is it sold by Drake? Sold by Drake himself. <laughs> Ooh, $27,000. Ooh, this is Steph Curry, peak of his prime. You, is 27 enough? It's a piece of lint. This is but people want to smell that Cantu product. Nah. This is... It's going to be something stupid because it's lint, but it's nothing crazy. I'm going to go with $750. Mm. It, it was listed on eBay for $86,000. <laughs> it is not confirmed to anyone bought it yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's on the market. If you're listening and you want this hair lint, go check it out. <laughs> check out ebay.com slash ovofoppy and you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, bro. What freak weirdo would do that? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that was great. And that was a good talk. Hey, you know what? I think that's the end of the episode. I think so too. About time. I got to piss. If you're listening <laughs> still, comment, go take a shower. Good night. Okay. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>